Welcome to the China Jedi Podcast. Shining humor, love, and light on Chinese life. For those living, working, or traveling in China, or interested in learning about Chinese culture, expat life, and foreigners' perceptions. May the smile be with you. My eyes are clear, clear than the mist in the cloudy morning. China Jedi legal disclaimer. Please listen carefully. What you hear on this pod may or not be the truth. May or not be funny, rude, or downright stupid. If statements are made by certain individuals from the human race that go against your preconceptions, conceptions, false conceptions, and selections, faith, tastes, or personal philosophies, please take it with a light-hearted sigh and slight shrug of the shoulder. Hold your head up high, knowing that you are a better person than they are, and that one day the force will strike down on them with great vengeance of furious laughter and unconditional frivolous forgiveness. Ding ba dong, you got it all wrong. The things that I've been saying, you've been listening to the wrong side. Hello, listeners, and welcome to China Jedi Podcast, episode twenty-eight. We are recording live from Huapa sixty-eight, sitting above the beautiful Pagoda Lake on a Sunday morning, not too late, situated in the heart of Zhuhai City, mainland China, nestled between Hong Kong and Macau. Yes, indeed. I'm your host, Chris J. Bradshaw, and my co-host today. All the way from America, New Zealand. That's me, William. William Miles Lamont. Fantastic to have you back in the studio, Will. Thank you.、Um, hey, celebration time.、Um, not because obviously we've just passed the autumn moon festival thing, but we have our first special guests from、uh, the Philippines, Will. Today. Excellent. Yeah, in the studio. So I think、uh, none other than. Please introduce yourself, you marvelous fellow. My name is Floyd, and I'm a clown. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and and you're absolutely serious when you say that. Yeah, I know. No one takes me seriously when I say that. <laughs> so you know, it's really wonderful to have our first Filipino on the show. It's going to be fantastic. I'm looking forward to discussing lots of things.、Uh, first of all, tell our listeners whereabouts in the Philippines you're from, because of course I'm sure we've many of us have been there. Yeah, I'm、um, from Cavite, Philippines. It's about 45 minutes、uh, away from Manila, with no traffic. If there's traffic, that's about like, three hours. Mm, yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible in the Philippines. Yeah, it can get a yeah. yeah. So up in Manila now, when most people go, obviously for the beaches, you're wonderful beaches、yeah. and、um, a climate in the Philippines, and yeah, people are wonderful, always playing music and stuff. Yeah,、uh, but a lot of people tend to go to the islands. That's not really on, on the island that Manila's on, is it? No,、generally? no, no.、Uh, usually, this、uh, this place like Palawan or Boracay or Boracay, I don't know. Yeah, Boracay. Well, you know、say. more than me, Floyd. Yeah, that's that's far away from、uh, from Manila. Yeah, it's two hours away,、uh, three hours. You have to take another flight, generally,、yeah. don't you?、Um, okay, so that that's one of us. That's where you've grown up. Yep. Yeah.、Okay. Have you been to Philippines, Will? I have not. No.、Ooh. It's a beautiful country.、Yeah. I'm not saying it's because I'm from there, but it is really beautiful.、Mm. No, it is. It's、uh, wonderful.、Yeah. I love the Philippines.、Uh, Cebu. We went to Cebu, I think,、yeah. a few years ago with、uh, with Ryan. Uh, from the sunny at Sam's, better. Oh yeah, yeah, I think Ryan talked about it. It was a big storm. Shout out to Ryan. Yeah, yeah. It was a big storm, and he missed his he missed his plane. He was meant to stay with us for a couple of days, and then go to an island for diving. And of course, it got cancelled, and、yeah. he ended up staying with the whole duration of the holiday, which I don't know if my wife was too happy about.、Um, but anyway, because <laughs> of course, what happens at six o'clock? It's beer o'clock. Of course. Yeah, and、uh, and of course, the great beer in the Philippines is 
What was the one we were all... Red Horse. That's pretty strong, that stuff. Yeah, What's the yeah. other one? San Miguel. Yeah, San Miguel, yeah. Oh, that's from the Philippines? Yeah. Originally, yeah, from the Philippines. Oh, nice. Yeah, I had some of that the other night. A lot of people think it's from yeah. uh, from Spain. Yes. Because it's San Miguel. Uh, of course. Yeah, but those... Uh, I think the Spanish uh, priest made that. I, I don't know. I'm just probably making this. There must have been something in yeah. it, but it's definitely a Filipino, it is a Filipino or, or, origination, cool. if I can say that word. Origination. Sounds peculiar, doesn't it? I, I'm putting that in the dictionary now. So. <laughs> pop, pop it in the China Jedi dictionary. So, okay, Floyd, um, it is indeed true you're a clown. Um, so give us the story of actually what brought you from the Philippines over to, of course, where we are in China today. And when? Uh, I've been here for 11 years, man. Whoa! 11. I started in Guangzhou as a marching band uh, member was also a captain there, I was a leader. And then from there, I, uh, after that, I, I tried working in a circus also in the band, just, just band. And then uh, they offered me to be a clown. I think they saw a potential in me. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, I said, yeah, why not? I have, I've never done it before ever in my life. I mean, I've done, uh, I've done theaters, but that's, that's different, you know. Is that, yeah. I mean, if someone says to you one day, how many years were you in China in the marching band before someone said, I, I think you'd be good Three at a clown? Three years. So, I mean, if someone came up to me and said, I think you'd be good at a clown, how do you take that? Now, I take it very positively, but then on another front, you can look at it, <laughs> can you? Can you take it like this? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, well, because I, I think the, the marching band, uh, what, what, we, what we were doing before, was dancing and, and, and making fun of audiences and you know we're we're not so serious like more we are more of like a happy it's like you know Disneyland uh, theme parks and like that where we dance. so there's some sort of a pantomime yes. that's happening all right so I, I think that's when they saw like oh you can act like yeah I've done theaters before so they say do you want to try uh, doing a little bit of clowning in the beginning of the show in the circus like yeah why not. And then after three years, when it was time for me to move on, I was I was gonna work for a cruise ship. So I told my uh, the general managers like uh, this is my time. I think I have to I have to go. And he said, "Where are you going?" Well, I'm, I'm working a cruise ship. Mm. I was like, well, I want you to stay here as a I was as our clown, resident clown. Okay, so that's. That's how it all. Yeah. And did you right? did you raise your salary and stuff like that? Of you course, know? of yeah, course, good. of course. But he asked me like, uh, "Well, what? Uh, how much do you make in that uh, cruise okay. ship?" He's like, "Well, this much money." He's like, "I'll give you the same." I was like, I'm "Not going anywhere." <laughs> yeah. Chinese boss? Huh? Chinese boss? Yes, or? yes, yes. Okay, so that was in Guangzhou. It's in Guangzhou. Now, what brought you to Zhuhai? Because of course, that's it's the same. It's the same company. Company is the same boss. Yeah. And this is Ch- Chinlong, is it Chinlong, yes, Chinlong? Yes. So it's the same, basically they have the circus in Grand. I've, I've been to it and they yeah. literally just copied it and replicated it and put it here, yeah? Yes, exactly. Well, we, we build a new one here, a totally complete, mm. different show. Okay. Yeah, well, we came here uh, four years ago to do the first uh, China, China Circus Festival. And then from there we, we started our own show. We took some... Um, some acts from the festival and, and bring it here mm. and then from then it's history okay and I mean this have you been to Chinlong in Hanshin? I have yeah yeah I mean, it's been pretty incredible yeah? it was just 
basically oyster land, wasn't it? Yeah. It's pretty amazing, yeah. And they've built a whole massive complex of, well, it's the biggest hotel in the world, I do believe. That that hotel. I don't think so. But it's massive. I've been told that, I don't know, but look it up, listeners, because it's massive. Probably the... I would say this is the biggest hotel in all Hengqing. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, like three of them. But I've heard, it's a pretty big hotel. It is, it is massive. I mean, I'm trying to think of big hotels that would big, big that one. Trumpet. You think Trump would have a Trump Tower that would be bigger than that? Would it Trumpet? No, well, there's that um, giant resort that they're turning into a, into a sort of a resort area in Germany that was supposed, supposedly one of the biggest hotel resorts in the world. But, Spanner um, in the works here, yeah. listeners. Well, the researchers have just put their hands up like this. So, yeah. um, okay, we'll have to find out about that. But it's a big hotel. Yeah, it's, it's huge. And there's a massive aquarium, the biggest mm. aquarium yeah, that's, in the world. That's the one that, that's, big, that's right. the biggest one. Uh, and then in there is the circus, of course, uh, yeah. part of the complex, yeah. which is where you, where you do perform your Perform every day, yeah. Okay, so you perform as a clown. I've seen yeah. some of your videos. They're absolutely brilliant. Thanks. Um, but, of course, I didn't meet you as a clown. I met you through band stuff, didn't I? Because you play for the... You have a band... Yes, called the Big Band Theory. The Big Band Theory. And, of course, it is a big band. It is. Well, it's seven, uh, seven people. Seven of you guys. You know, I have to tell you a quick story. Sunny Ant Sands, we played in the factory one night. It was the last time we ever played there. Um, for many reasons uh, but anyway the manager came up to me afterwards and he said do you know what Chris I said what he said you there's three of us in the man at the time have managed to drink more booze oh. than the seven Filipinos that played <laughs> the week before <laughs> so what would you say to that Will uh, yeah <laughs> one more for the road <laughs> yeah. well I, I think Cheers. I think the reason why is, is you're a professional mo- mo- no 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 <laughs> <laughs> let me rephrase it the reason why you drink more is because only me drinks in, 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 the, in the band. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There's an insight then. Yeah. So I'm actually basically drinking for everybody. Yeah. yeah. I like your style, Floyd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I like it a lot. And of course, this band, it's a brilliant band. This is if the big band theory are ever around, you should go and see them. You play, it's predominantly covers, isn't it? Yeah. Well, we also do our originals, but for now, we're, we're not working on it. We're, we're, we're very occupied in, mm. in, in what we're doing in our daytime job I would say I'm actually taking a break uh, on playing for a while rest the voice yeah and I gotta stop drinking <laughs> well that that goes you can't drink while you're being a clown can you yeah like when, well, you're, when you're on stage performing <laughs> that'd be weird <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they might But yeah, okay, so you're going to take a break from that. But at the moment, you were saying that you actually play more than you play more in the band at the Chinon place yeah. than you do uh, clowning, right? Yes, yes. Well, because I'm a conduct, conductor in the band, I also play the, the saxophone. Mm. Because. Um, Wonderfully well, as well, I have to say. Thanks. Wonderfully well. Mm. Um, and I'm not a bad singer, too. What? Not a bad singer either. Ooh! Yeah. How much drink you had when you listened to it? <laughs> I hate my voice. I, I, you know, that's, that's probably what, that's one of the reasons why I don't do recordings. Is every yeah. time I hear myself, I don't want to do it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I hope you listen yeah. to the podcast when it's finally published. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, so you're going to take a break for that. Well, that's, um, but obviously you'll be, you'll be still clowning around, right? For sure. Okay, marvellous. Hey, uh, Will, just before we move into the next section, Talking about China, mm. favorite places um, that you would recommend? Where would be your top place? Uh, that would be Chamlong. 
Yeah, arriving China, yeah. come to China. Yeah. Yes. Hunchen, Zhuhai City. Yes, well, it's, it's one of the uh, best uh, theme park uh, in, in in the world, I would say. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's not your traditional China fix, is it? But I think we won uh, several uh, awards internationally for, for being like one of the best. Well, yeah. I've heard they're excellent employers, too. And yeah. what, what do you Ooh. think about that? Shine the light. Well, they, they're really fantastic. Um, I don't know if I'm if I'm allowed to say say this. Say anything you want. No, maybe he's <laughs> listening or something. But you know, this uh, I'm not gonna tell his name. Sure, so, sure, of course. Just yeah. to be safe, to be safe. Uh, the owner of Chamlong actually started as a pork vendor. Right. Yeah, in the market selling selling pork. Oh, a pork vendor, right? Yeah. So he was just starting in the market. This is around early 80s or late 70s mm. uh, during the Reformation. Yeah. So uh, he started as a pork vendor and then and then eventually uh, uh, built his first restaurant, which is, uh, of course, it was success, success, and then and had his uh, hotel, and then from there is history. Wow. So, yeah. This, uh, but from wait, starting, sure. yeah, from starting <laughs> from there, you know, it still give me chills when I, whenever I, yeah. you know, hear the story. Uh, is it multilingual? No, it's a, uh, it's a Cantonese guy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, great, fantastic! Well, it's a wonderful story. Yeah. Let's um, let's continue it. But first, it's time for a Sunday morning question of the week. Sunday morning. Sunday morning question of the week. Then, question to pitch your wits against. Here we go. Um, if, <laughs> that's a good one. If you had to work in a fast food restaurant, what role would you most like to perform and why? If you were to work in a fast food restaurant, what role would you most like to perform and why? I think the first question should be, have you ever worked in a fast food restaurant? I have. Okay, yeah. which one? Oh, I did dishwashing. What, what uh, restaurant was it? It was like a KFC, McDonald's or something? No, it was just a... Uh, a local restaurant proper do yeah. burgers and yeah, yeah fries and all that stuff rice <laughs> burgers and fries uh, rice yeah, yeah. <laughs> fast food joints in china do well, rice don't they yeah uh, you know the mcdonald's by the way in philippines you can have spaghetti the chicken and rice yeah in dunkin donuts no, in McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, they do that. <laughs> it's yeah. Whoa, they really have gone outside of the market. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> um, okay, so uh, what were you doing? You were doing the washing up. Yeah. So would you do that role if I could give you a role in our new fast China Jedi fast food restaurant? You'd be for doing sure. Up. For sure, I'm. I'm really good at uh, okay. washing dishes. Keeping things clean. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, no clowning around though. Mm. Yeah, it's a business. Uh, Will. Um. Oh man, that's yeah. difficult. I I have worked in a restaurant before. It was an Italian restaurant, okay. and I was the head head waiter there uh, slash barman. So um, I'm going to go barman again. Oh, yeah. we got a barman oh. in our fast food restaurant. That's know. a bit naughty. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have yeah. you got to have something that differentiates you. So yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll put a we'll have a bar in our fast food <laughs> restaurant. Right. Well, you really are uh, quite something. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, and okay, myself, crops. Uh, that is a good one. Um, hmm. It's got to be the uh, it's got to be the guy in the office, isn't it? 
doing the managing. Yeah. I just come, <laughs> yeah, right. I just come around and see how everything's going. You, you can't cook. No. Oh, okay. I wouldn't want to cook that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I certainly <laughs> wouldn't want to eat it. Yeah. <laughs> this is the China Jedi restaurant. Come on. No, okay, but uh, the ice cream always looks quite a cool there thing to go. do. But about yeah. 200 of those in a couple of hours, you'd probably not yeah. want to do it. Um, okay. Ice cream, booze, and washing up. <laughs> Strange question. Oh. Uh, awesome. Okay, let's uh, let's whack into guess who. We've got to remember. Guess who? Ready to give me some guesses, Floyd? Oh, no. I only know of like four Chinese people, so famous. That's it. So yeah, they're quite tough. I'm going to leave yeah, well, <laughs> that's the thing. I can never remember their names. It's very embarrassing. Last week, uh, our guest got it though. Didn't she we? did. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. And you was knew that it. The first time? I knew who it was. We, we've had it a few times, but very rare. Uh, generally, I um, I win. Um, yeah, which is you know, it's not me that prepares it, but I, I take all the applause, bullets for it, of course. Um, here we go then. Guess who? Uh, I, I give you some tips, some clues. Right. Uh, you know how it works, Floyd. And um, after a bit of clowning around, you come up with the answer, hopefully. Right, are we ready then? Here we go. Uh, this person, yeah, was a daughter of a mining engineer and a revolutionary music soprano. Hmm. I guess who was born in Beijing on the 8th of August in the midst of China's cultural revolution as a Leo rooster. So now she's about 48 years old. Yeah, still alive. As a student, this person was already involved in singing and attracted interest from several publishers. On occasions, the school had to hide her artistic activities from her strict mother, who as a professional saw singing as a dead-end career. Not so, Mama. Not so. In 1987, after being accepted to Xiamen University for college, she migrated to Hong Kong to join her father, who'd been working there for a few years. The plan, you see, was for her to stay there for a year to fulfil the permanent residency requirement and then go to university abroad thereafter. Yes, that seems to be a, a well-plugged strategy, doesn't it? Um, however, since um, she didn't know a word of Cantonese, the language spoken in the British colony, she experienced great loneliness. Following a brief modelling stint, she began singing lessons with Tai Si Chung. And under her tutelage, the 19-year-old signed with Sinanopoly Records, yeah, record label in Hong Kong, after winning third place in an ABU singing contest in 1988. This was apparently a risky move on the part of um, this manager, the general manager of Sinopoli, since mainlanders were stereotyped as backwards in Hong Kong at that time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So after changing her mainland sounding name to a sophisticated stage name, she won bronze at the Chick Chack New Artist Award and two more albums, Everything and You Are the Only One, followed. Similarly featuring many cover songs by artists from the US and Japan. However, they sold worse than her debut album, despite relentless promotions by the company. Many in Hong Kong perceived her to be backwards, lacking personality, and so frustrated with her career decision, in 1991 she travelled to New York City for vocal studies and cultural exchange, and returned back to Hong Kong and found a new agent in Katie Chan, who would remain her agent for the next two decades. Mm -hmm. This is the preamble, yeah? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Right. <laughs> okay, so now we're going to move yeah. forward because Katie Chan really helps to boost this person into fame. This person is a famous Chinese singer, songwriter and actress, often referred to as the diva, literally heavenly queen in Chinese language media. Since 1997, she has recorded mostly in her native Mandarin, often combining alternative music with mainstream Chinese pop. 
In the year 2000, she was recognised by Guinness World Records as the best-selling canto pop female. And following her second marriage in 2005, she withdrew from the limelight, but returned to stage in 2010 amidst immense interest in the Sinophone world. Sinophone world? I actually did a little look-up. It's uh, basically the Chinese-speaking uh, countries. Mm -hmm. Sinophone world. Yeah. Probably where... Yeah. Still got no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like how the researchers have done this. Knowing you're a yeah. singer, they've obviously kind of thought you might be interested. Don't know They're just many... disappointed. <laughs> do, they, do they have Chinese clowns? Is there famous Chinese clowns? Probably not. I don't think so. Uh, there are some good ones I, I've seen. Yeah. The clowns we've had for like the Magic Island Festival and stuff, they, they put the clown uniform on, but they don't really have the clown Yeah, but thing. Because, because they're not really like clowns they're just just clown around you know that's just different you can yeah. think you gotta have it in you know, your like wear, wear this polka dot yellow polka dot and uh, and and have that wig and and here's a whistle mm. oh. and that's that's what their definition of a clown is yeah which i guess literally is a clown the hardware anyway the software is just missing if i was going to take a picture of a clown perhaps yes. that's what i would choose yeah yes yeah so it, it looks good Hmm. Right, let's let's move on from that, shall we? Um, anyway, this person, hugely popular in mainland China, guys, Taiwan, Hong Kong, Singapore, so the sign of her world, she's also gained a large following in Japan. Yeah. In the West, she's perhaps most known for starring in, check this, Wong Kar Wai's film, Chungking Express, and 2046. I'm sure that's appeared before 2046. I never watched it. Um, while she collaborated with international artists, such as the Cocteau Twins... I said that right. Mm. She recorded only a few songs in English, including Eyes on Me, the theme song of the video game Final Fantasy VIII. Yeah, Final Fantasy VIII. She's known to be reserved in public and has gained a reputation for her coolness. Okay, that's all you're getting. Okay, I'll give you a few quotes. Come on, because I think you need them. Right. That'll make it better. This is what she said. Right, for me, music is an image. Lyrics aren't important. If music itself conveys messages, lyrics are unnecessary. Though I don't try to get rid of lyrics, if right words don't occur to me, there's no need to put lyrics. I like it. Yeah? I like it. Quite long-winded, but lyrical at the same time. <laughs> Lastly, if I ever retire from showbiz, Will, I hope you all forget about me. Wow. Yeah. Which, to be honest, you know, people that want to become famous... To be famous, they don't realise that, that when their fame goes, like any product cycle, yeah. they're still viewed as being famous, so they get everyone still, oh my gosh, look what's happened to him. Mm -hmm. or yeah, her. yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Will it on as you want now, I suppose. Okay, no idea, let's move on. Um, she's a singer and she's Chinese. Mm -hmm. Floyd. Yeah, okay. Dway with Dway. Because this is just the way it's meant to be. Dway with Dway then. Um, Fact or fiction, right or not right. Uh, oh, this is a, a fun one, by the look of it. Okay, you ready? Okay. Yeah. Ketchup. Ketchup. I used to love ketchup. You can't get the proper Heinz ketchup, though, here in China. I haven't found it unless you go to an import shop, I'm sure. Mm. Sorry, I'm digressing. Ketchup is actually a Chinese invention, listeners, Yeah. It was originally a pickled fish sauce called kerchap. I say that again, I'm holding myself back. This is ridiculous. Ketchup is actually a Chinese invention. It was originally a pickled fish sauce called kerchap. 
K-E-T-S-I-A-P, Kertiap. Discuss that. I'm disgusted, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty oh, yeah. I mean disgust, yeah. It reminds me of that sauce, that brown sauce in Vietnam, the fish sauce. Oh, it's absolutely vile. Um, we have that in the Philippines as well. Do you have that as well? Are you into mm-hmm. it? I'm... Yeah. In small amounts. Yeah, but yeah. But in Thailand, they put a lot of uh, uh, pepper in it. Yeah. But that might help. Yeah. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> my, my wife hates that. When she, when she smells like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, your wife is in back in the Philippines. No, 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 she's here. She's not a Filipino, she's a Russian, by the way. Ah, you've never yeah. introduced me. Yeah, well, she does, doesn't really hang out much. So does she do the shows as well, then? Is that... No, no, she's, uh, she's a tr- actually a translator in circus now. Oh, wow. So... Well, we, sh- we didn't meet that way. Mm. We met in a social event. Clowning around? Mm, no, uh, we... Well, I wasn't a clown. I wasn't a clown yet. I'm not like a proper clown. I would say, I was still uh, doing music, a lot of music in um, in the band at that time. Uh, we met in the bar. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay, well, how old so I was? I was playing. I was playing with, uh, with my former uh, band, and we met there. Okay, and wonderful, great. Um, yeah, so get back to uh, fish sauce then. Uh, which your wife doesn't like. Yeah, what do you what do you reckon, guys? Go on, fish it out. I, do you think that's true, or do you think it's false? I think it's completely false. Yeah. Because ketchup is, is tomatoes. Like a, this, what makes spaghetti sauce? Hmm. Like hmm. Um, personally, I think it's true. Um, I think that the first immigrants during the gold rush. <laughs> took took ketchup or whatever it's called to uh, to California and just like all the other um, sort of Cantonese food that we think about as Chinese food in the states, it morphed from a Chinese food into a food that would actually sell in the United States. Wow. So hence the sweet, savory tomato sauce. Mm. That's uh, that's a take on it, isn't it? Well, I think I don't know. Would that be a creative source for that source of thinking? Or would that come from a, another source, perhaps? Not too sure. Where, where'd I, you get your source from? My source. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's your source. It's, it, does, it does seem a bit fishy, your source. <laughs> <laughs> tell, um, tell us all, please. I, I may have read about this before, a long Ooh. time ago, so I'm probably pulling little mm. bits from He's here He's stretching this out mm. here, Floyd. Is he convincing <laughs> you? Now remember, he doesn't work with me in partnership on this one. Mm. You've both got to agree to true or false. Obviously, he will bow down to the special guest. Of course, I will. Um, but he's just stretched that out, so, you know, is it possible someone I could... I don't know much of it, So, and when you said, if you said that you, you know, you've researched this before, or, you're, or you've listened to this before, I think... It might be true. Okay. I hold this up, listeners. I'm holding up now a can of um, energy drink. It's called Duo Ball. As you can see, it's two balls against Mm -hmm. each other. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, kind of looking balls. This is obviously a copy of Red Bull, Bull, um, who I used to work for in the past. And um, the story behind that was a little bit similar to what you were saying, but come forward a few hundred years. Uh, The guy, I think Dietrich Martrich, is Austrian, stepped off a plane in Thailand one day and was given a shot of what was called Krenang. Mm-hmm. And the Krenang was a, a Thai syrup that would wake you up. <laughs> and he took it, and he obviously felt the effects. He thought, this is fantastic. And of course, 
pushed forward some mm. years. He turned it, he morphed it into a fizzy energy drink. But of course, mm. the Asian one, like you get here, the copy, is not fizzy. Um, but of course, it's the fizzy... Yeah, no, no, absolutely. That's completely uh, not fizzy at all. Oh, no. So um, that's a story there. So if you follow that through to fish sauce, uh, maybe, you know, you could agree with uh, yeah. William. But of course, your choice. No, no, no. I, I, I think... Uh... Will is uh, probably right. Yeah. So ketchup, all those ketchup lovers out there, what we're saying here is it actually originated from a smelly fish sauce <laughs> that your wife doesn't like. Mm-hmm. Good change. Probably a good change from smelly fish sauce to <laughs> something a little bit more palatable. Yeah, and you know when you have like a piece of like a red dollop on your plate next to the chips, it's a little bit nicer than like some skanky brown <laughs> muddy kind <laughs> of blur. There are a lot of people that like that skanky brown. Because in Philippines, though, we have we have those kind of things that that fish thing that became like a like a gooey gooey thing. Mm. We call it bagoong. Okay, uh, you might be right. Yeah, mm. so let's go with that. It's true. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay then. So ketchup is actually a Chinese invention. It was originally a pickled fish sauce called kerchap. Our guests say true. The answer is. It is true. Yay! <laughs> yeah, it is true. Okay, you're cool. absolutely right, smart-ass Lemon. <laughs> um, you're, you're, you are actually right. In fact, um, the, the the actual word kerchiat means brine of pickled fish. So yeah, um, so happy that it changed. Yeah, dip your chips in that <laughs> yeah. and uh, enjoy it. During the beginning of the 17th century, ketchup made its way to Singapore and Malaysia, Ooh, where it was discovered by British explorers who carried it to their homeland. Of course, you have the Royal Heinz branded ketchup in the glass bottle, which I grew up with. I'm sure you can get it here, but the, the Chinese ketchup that you can buy is a lot cheaper. Mm. Does it definitely does taste different? It doesn't taste like fish, but it's um, it's it's not as rounded, I think, mm. as a sauce. Yeah, I'd have to agree. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. a lot sweeter. I don't for tend. Some reason. Yeah, I don't tend to eat it anymore though. Really, here with the food here, not no. not really. No. If we find like a, a proper ketchup brand that we recognise, we'll we'll purchase that. Yeah, but yeah, otherwise, mm. okay. Well, there you go. Um, let's uh, remove the fishiness and get back into things. Hey, it's time for China Jedi topic time. Ting badong, you got it all right. China Jedi topic time. That would be uh, CJTT, wouldn't it? Or CJT squared. I'm I'm terrible at these. What are they? Anagrams. Uh, Anagrammally. Yeah. Yeah. NASA's the only one that I know. Okay. Well, China's in topic time. <laughs> what does NASA stand for? North American Secret Association. <laughs> North American Source Association. It does now. They own ketchup. I'll buy it. Yeah. <laughs> I'd send the fish sauce back out to space. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so uh, moving on from NASA. Um, it, we've got a... This is a good question. I like how they've linked this up here. Um, I'll put, put this to you first, Floyd. Question um, sent in then from a Mr. Huang King in Foshan, Guangdong province. And a Mr. Huang King in Foshan says, In China... Why can you not get barbecue sauce in McDonald's, KFC or Burger King? In China, why can you not get barbecue sauce in McDonald's, KFC or Burger King? And actually, I've got to say, this flicks my switch because I'm not an avid... I don't eat a lot of that food. Sometimes, of course, when things... When it's the only thing available, and I don't use that as an excuse, but certainly in my older, younger days, uh, you know, it does soak up the... uh, 
the ethanol, does it not? Um, with the oils, um, I would go in there, and you know, I did notice because I'd always have a. I think he's referring to the sachet, you know, the sure. the little yeah. pot that you open and dip your chips in. But you do not get that barbecue sauce that you get certainly in the West in KFC or McDonald's or Burger King. I, I, in my opinion, what, what do you think? Oh, uh, uh, well, first of all, nice name, Huang Huang Quang- King, yeah. Yeah, must um, be um, uh, uh, mixed. Yeah, um, I don't have a problem with that. I, I think I think they're intimidated by. Do me. you have a problem with his name or the problem with barbecue sauce? No, the barbecue sauce. Okay, yeah. Uh, I, I always get the sauce whenever I, I want, but then, but then again, I don't really go to fast food. I, right. Uh, okay, so you're not a fast food man. I'm no, sure you... no, no. I, I, I mean, Philippines. Sorry to say, I couldn't yeah. believe when I first went. It is full. Of fast food American style joints, yeah. yeah. Like, where, where's well, there's McDonald's and Jollibee. Jollibee, Jollibee, Jollibee yeah, that's what everywhere. Yeah, yeah. God, a good and they're serving. killing it there. Yeah, they're, they're killing, killing it. it. Yeah, McDonald's like okay, I give up. <laughs> yeah. So or Wendy's. When you go in for a McDonald's, do you get the sauce? They normally give you the ketchup sachets, don't you? Sure. Don't they? Yeah, but you, you can ask. I, I never had a problem with that. Like the last time. I don't know, like maybe two years ago, the last time I asked for it, they gave it to me. They gave me two. Two uh, what? Uh, the barbecue sauce. So you have, you've had you so you have got barbecue sauce in China before. Yeah. yeah. In a McDonald's. Yeah. I, I two years ago. I, yeah. Are you sure it wasn't one of their? Because they have no, no. They they have this they have this um, uh, mustard one, and there's then you have the barbecue ones. They in they wow. let you choose. Yeah. I've seen the mustard. It's not really must. I've seen like it's a Burger King. I'm sorry, that's this, this one in Burger King. The one you have uh, the mustard sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, what's your take on this? Because I've certainly never seen a barbecue uh, sauce. In, in fact, sorry, coming on with this. Mm-hmm. One time, late night after playing the band, went in. I mean, it was a Ryan to a Burger King, and um, there's no barbecue sauce, and I really want a barbecue yeah. sauce on my chips. And they have barbecue sauce, listeners, as you know. But it's not for taking out and dipping your chips in. It's for putting in burgers, maybe, or something. Oh, so I okay. actually asked them, and they kindly let me into the kitchen, and they, it was a big thing they pump on the side, and they got a plastic cup out and put it in a well, nice big cup. <laughs> and that was my barbecue sauce. But it's not the, you know, standard barbecue sauce. So, yeah. You know, are you a fast food man, or you've been to this experience? Um, uh, we don't do fast food very often, but mm. um, when we do... Yeah, I've noticed that at... at is it Burger King? Yeah, Burger yeah. King has a few different sauces, mm. um, but I haven't seen necessarily a barbecue sauce. Now, that's an interesting thing. It's like in the States, especially in the West Coast, mm. um, California, you go there and you have ranch. You go to a fast food restaurant, they'll give you ranch okay. instead of like ketchup. Like that's the thing. But a few states away, you know, it's a different sauce. So I think that's... Um, interesting way of, of just illustrating that in different markets they'll they'll make available the thing that sells the best or that will help them to uh, to sell more more yeah, things so maybe like, uh, barbecue is not really kind of a thing here in China yeah. so well, well you see that would be my first thought when I looked at this and sure. I'm thinking about this so have you never ever had barbecue ribs or anything like that in China because they are quite into that barbecue-y hoisin-y kind of sauce yeah. yeah it's not something that's you know not yeah. known here or not liked yeah right yeah. so that you know, i can't quite 
I can see where you're coming from, but it doesn't make sense mm-hmm. to me being on the ground here. Mm. Will? Yeah, I guess you're right. I didn't think about it that way. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't even know now. You've you've shook my whole world. Well, <laughs> let, let me shake it a bit more. It's getting really saucy. Um, barbecue sauce, if you order, apparently, and I don't, because there's no chicken in chicken McNuggets, but if you yeah. do want chicken McNuggets and you go and order it, That's you a, can choose... What you said, there's, there's no chicken in... Chicken, chicken nuggets? Yeah. There, that's, yeah. yeah there's actually, a conspiracy, my friend. <laughs> it, it, hey, we're all about conspiracies on here. Yeah. As we say in the disclaimer, things might be true or they might not be true. That's for mm-hmm. up to you to decide. Uh, you're definitely a clown, though. Um, <laughs> but but the, the barbecue sauce, if you order nuggets in McDonald's, something happens. Suddenly you can choose a barbecue dip. And it comes out of a secret cupboard that you can never access unless you buy chicken McNuggets. Yeah. Maybe so, it's on like a, one of those time safe things. You actually have to order the chicken McNuggets for it to, for it to open. So, so that's almost like a delicacy then. A speciality. That, oh, yeah. Yeah. It'd be you coming out with your sandwich. <laughs> yeah, wonderful, wonderful. Okay, um, so that that's, would be my take on the barbecue sauce for McDonald's, of course. Yeah. Um, so there, there, there definitely is something here to, to Mr. King's thing. Now, of course, as always, our researchers put a few things together on this. And as we're talking about fast food, let's explore this a little bit more deeply, shall we? Uh, apparently, because um, a lot of people think, you know, that these fast food brands around the world, most come from your country, Will, they dilute the local culture, yes. threaten culinary heritage and encourage widespread unhealthiness. Would we concur with that? Oh, uh, <laughs> You started I, it. I, I, <laughs> I flicked a sensitive switch. Okay, well... This blogger here says he finds them actually comforting. Yeah, in pretty much every city and town in the world, there's always someone just like you who's rampantly hungover and demanding the utter mediocrity of a cheap <laughs> burger to quell the feeling it might be the only thing we ever really have in common. That's brilliant. There's a sadness. Uh, I weep when yeah, I yes. finish yeah. that sentence. Yeah. Um, yes, okay, I wonder how big this blogger actually is in real life. Um, anyway, he's apparently a food connoisseur. And he's kept an eye, he lives in Shanghai, he's kept an eye on how his favourite eateries have been integrated Mm. in China. And he says, you know, generally most things are there, you know, the normal burgers and stuff like this. But as brands attempt to snag more Chinese tongues, their menus have been tweaked and some of the results are quite frankly shocking. Mm. Um, Have you been to KFC and had the Italian vegetable chicken rice, for example? Apparently, there's nothing much Italian about that. Um, or the, the shrimp burger, which apparently is not something you My can... My wife likes that. Part, yeah. So. Yeah. Shrimp yeah. burger with the shell inside as well, or for a bit of extra munching? No. No? I don't think so. <laughs> I, I don't know. I've never had... This person says the whole shrimps are housed inside the breadcrumb crust, and as Ooh. such, look like parasites that have invaded a chicken burger host and have eaten it from the inside. Beautiful. <laughs> sounds delicious. Yeah. That's, that's your favourite for your wife, Will. Um, or why don't you tottle down to Pizza Hut? Of course, you can all get them in the, the nearest, um, what is it? Huafashandu, yeah. the big mall um, of decadence. And um, Pizza Express has apparently a Texas steak. Yeah. Straight from a... Texas? Or... Well, absolutely yes. not. Um, <laughs> it's more like, apparently, our connoisseur says it's actually burger spaghetti. Oh. Yeah. So it's the burger. It's not steak. Mm. But they call it a steak. I've seen it. I lived in Japan. They, they use that phrase for a steak. It's actually a burger steak. It's burger. 
Oh, right, yeah, sure. So it's yeah. probably come from hundreds of dead animals, yes. maybe some humans chucked in there. Um, but it's a conspiracy, and a saucy one too. I'm hungry now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but spaghetti and burger, that's another interesting combo, isn't it? Yeah. See, I, I really like pepper lunch down at the, uh, pepper at the mall. Pepper pig. Close. <laughs> Not much pork on the menu. Mostly mostly chicken <laughs> yeah. and fish, so I like it. But, I know um, what you mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but they, they do the same thing with the, the burger, and it's on, it's like a, it's a burger patty, but they might call it a steak. But it's definitely on rice, and I've never seen it on, they don't call it a burger necessarily, no, they call no. it some sort of a steak thing. So that's... But never on spaghetti. That's different. No, you haven't had the you haven't had a, that kind of dish where you get the meat with a spaghetti. Have you not seen that in China? China? I, I've seen that, but not Japan called a, a, a Texas well. steak. Yeah, no, no, not called it. Well, the Pizza Hut boys are, are in their own world, aren't <laughs> yeah. they? Let's be honest. Apparently, they introduced um. This is lovely. A snail pizza. Oh. Yeah. Mm. How about that? Do you think they take the shells out? Escargot pizza. Escargot. Escargot pizzeria. Is it like one of those cheesy crusts, like the snails are stuffed in the crust, you got to suck it out? Extra crunch? Yeah. <laughs> Extra crunch and such. I don't know, quite frankly, I'm not going to find out, Will. Yeah. Uh, maybe we can send one of our team down there. Um, okay, Burger King. Apparently no real revelations in Burger King. Um, just four okay burgers in a bun with cheese and a spicy sauce that's not as nice as barbecue sauce. Uh, hmm. Kick back on the barbecue sauce. Now, how about McDonald's? Yeah, McDonald's. Apparently, like KFC, the spine of its menu is built from the classics. Yeah, I guess that's the Big Mac. Cheeseburgers, fries, McNuggets, albeit served with a boring sweet and sour sauce rather than the barbecue version it was born to swim in. Mm. That's true. They have that sweet and sour green label, I think. It mm-hmm. tastes like tea, like sweet tea. It's <laughs> something wrong with it. Yeah. You know the one we're talking about, the sweet and sour one? No, I, I don't know. If you ask for sauce in McDonald's, they'll give you the normal ketchup sure yeah. if you delve deeper and say do you have any more they then bring out the, it's like why would you ask for another one because who wants ketchup I mean you get ketchup anywhere you can't get ketchup anywhere I'm completely uh, yeah I don't know what I'm talking about there, you can't get ketchup <laughs> ketchup's boring though don't you want a bit of spice in your life huh not, 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 not that green one yeah, for not sure that, yeah that green one is sure. a bit strange yeah. well anyway I just I guess I only ask because one day I hope that they'll open up and there'll be a barbecue sauce yeah <laughs> um, but no, sadly not. And by the way, listeners, it sounds like I go to these places a lot and it doesn't. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm living the debate. <laughs> yeah, anyway, it does taste like tea. Um, so uh, apparently in McDonald's they have what's called a beef rice bowl. Hmm, I'd be up for McDonald's. That. Which isn't obviously a bowl made of beef and rice. It's oh, a see, now you're bowl with you. beef and rice. Yeah, um, he <laughs> says it's drowned in some kind of concentrated sickly Sweet rib style sauce, which again is going ranchy a bit on this, but with a more yeah. Chinese note. A sauce so glistening you can see your own face in it. That, <laughs> that will be surely the MSG and, um, yeah, and yeah. the uh, what's the stuff that thickens uh, sauce up again? I completely the oh, powder you put in. Stuff. Depends. So you got uh, cornstarch? Yes, or, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, starch here, most likely. Yeah, a ghast expression and all, I managed one bite before apparently our food connoisseur aborted. Um, McDonald's launched rice dishes um, quite heavily throughout their Chinese push, which has seen them open hundreds of restaurants, as we know, they're everywhere. Um, but apparently the amount of rice dishes in China has dwindled in this short time, mm-hmm. um, which seems to indicate that maybe Chinese people aren't looking for Chinese-style meals when they come to American-style food vendors. 
Hmm. Yeah, I'd I'd have to agree. I haven't seen seen any rice bowls or anything like that in McDonald's. That could be along the same lines as where, um, what is it? Uh, Pizza Hut is yeah. a like a premium brand here. Indeed and it is. Yeah, I haven't seen a, uh, an actual physical Pizza Hut store in New Zealand in like almost a decade. Yeah, like there they were, uh, you know, a hole in the wall fast food pizza place for a long time. You come to China and it's like there's a line around the block trying to get in for dinner. You, you've definitely yeah. changed so, their, their marketing focus, haven't they? You're, you're very right. In McDonald's once, when I, mm. I was traveling in, in, in India, I went to McDonald's in Delhi. Mm. The first one that opened, I was there, it was actual waiter service. Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow, fancy. Puts a, puts a slide on it, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but you're right with the... What were you talking about there? It's completely gone out of my head. Uh, pizza, pizza Hut pizza. and the sort of way that it's become a premium thing. Yeah. To wait, a way to show that, oh, look, I appreciate Western culture so yeah. much that I'm going to line up for it. And like, have a snail pizza. Yeah. Funny enough, uh, when Pizza Hut first opened years ago in China, they, do you remember the old salad buffet? That was the good thing about yeah, Pizza Hut. Right? You had that in Wendy's. Salad. salad. In Wendy's? Yeah. No, I didn't see one in Wendy's. In America. Perhaps. They got rid of that. They got rid of that. It's too healthy. I don't know, Philippines then if they've got yeah. salad bar and Wendy's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, the, the, so Pizza Hut opened here with the salad bar, and what happened is a lot of the local people would come in and just dow bow it. <laughs> <laughs> and they took their own meal at home. <laughs> You're That's meant to actually amazing. buy pizza and eat it with the pizza. Um, yeah, Tinker Don. Um, okay, so that, that's quite a funny story. But again, it's, it's international marketing, yeah? Yeah. You've got to have your ears on the ground. Um, okay, marvellous. Um, so, uh, bringing back to the source. So, McDonald's. Let's take McDonald's, for example, mm-hmm. in international marketing. World's largest chain of food fast, fast food restaurants, serving around oh, 68 million customers. Um, daily mm-hmm. in 119 countries the size of England a day they're serving that's, that that's food people. people it's one or two people yeah, yeah. Um, now in order to cater to local tastes and culinary traditions often in respect to particular laws or religious beliefs McDonald's offers regionalised versions of its menu among and within different countries as a result products found in one country or region may not be found in McDonald's restaurants in other countries so like we said in China we do have some morphs yeah, I could understand there would be some difficulties in India if they didn't modify the menu slightly. In the, actually, in India, um, they don't see serve beef products, obviously, due to yeah. Um, yeah. Indian <laughs> beliefs. Um, meat and vegetarian meals are prepared in separate areas of the restaurant Good. due to religious laws. Cooks preparing vegetarian dishes wear a distinctive green apron. Now, I have to say, the vegetarian McDonald's is awesome, but it's so full of, like, there's cheese and there can be cheese in oh, it. Really? And, uh, yeah, it's really quite saucy. Very tasty. Uh, but I go vegetarian all the time in yeah, fast food. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some really yummy some stuff Never there. Tried. Yeah, well, there you go. If you go to McDonald's in India, guys. Um, okay, and of course, I think the other thing we found is the ice creams right here. They're a bit different. You wouldn't get, um, oh, what are the ice creams? Matcha green tea ice cream mm. or a zuki uh, bean um, or taro-flavoured pies. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're quite... Uh, more a Chinese um, style one, and they do different things around Chinese New Year apparently as well. Curly fries, um, grilled chicken burgers, and curly fries with a horoscope of one of the zodiac <laughs> animals embedded in it. Yeah, oh okay. Well, very interesting stuff. Oh, apparently, restaurants on the island of Chung Chow in Hong Kong, this is for our veggies and vegans out there, sell mushroom burgers instead of hamburgers and other meat products. Mm. And that's during the local bun festival. Mm. Festival of buns. I'm taking bread buns. Oh, you mean that? 
automatic disappointment there. But I'm, I'm <laughs> yes. into the uh, into the mushroom that way. Yeah. <laughs> Look more deeply into yeah. that. Okay, so sum up then, please, for this. Um, barbecue sauce, why is it not there? Um, it is there, but it's, it's not there, really... Yeah. It's not really, but it is there if you go behind the kitchen and beg for yeah, it. Yeah, ask for it, yeah. <laughs> and, but please, stop going to those fast food, fast food chains. Yeah. Jesus. Very, very good point now, yeah. mate. Because you're, you're, you're looking slim and you're, you're not... Like yeah, I'm lost weight and I'm, I'm trying not to uh, be fatty. It's all that yeah. clowning around. It's hard work. Yeah. How long do you have to do the clowning for in a show? I usually... I think my show is about eight minutes, ten minutes long. Yeah. That's, that's eight, it? You yeah. just do eight minutes? Yeah. Oh, that's, to, but that's, that's, that's longer long. than, than you, know, you think. Yeah, it's an intense eight minutes, I'd imagine. Yeah. It's but intense. Is that between... Because it needs, it needs to be like fast, 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 yeah. fast. yeah. But is that eight minutes in a row, or do you yeah, know, yeah. come back in and out throughout the show? No, it's 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 in the whole show. The, my whole show is eight minutes. Oh, because I thought normally the clown comes in and out, doesn't he, through the different acts? No, well, some know, so some of depends. Yeah, it depends. There there's some clown show that just needs to be there for a certain kind of time, just so you can uh, rearrange the stage or take off right. the uh, things like that. You know. But you don't do that bit. Though. I don't do that. Okay. I, I have my special. Ooh. <laughs> it's wonderfully funny I, you know, if we were video we'd show it it's brilliant um, on the YouTube we're going to play a little bit uh, later at least you can hear a bit okay hey enough of the sauce jingle jangle John Wen I wanted to make it real simple John Wen jingle jangle loads of Chinese um, how's Chinese by the way Floyd terrible okay do you have any kind of like words you use sometimes over the years that you've just kind of you know yeah I mean when when you're here in China, you you don't use that much, especially like in my company because you all, yeah. you all, we we have translators, so there's you know there's a breeze. But of course, when when you're when when you're outside and you need to do you know certain things and you go to s certain places, of course you need you need to learn these basic uh, language, uh, words, you know, like how to turn left, right, right. stop, go. And what this and that and yeah, but basically I don't. I I tried. I tried really hard for the first like month, and then I gave up. Okay, yeah. so give us a situation where you use a nice phrase that kind of rolls off your tongue. Like for example, um, um, I would say goodbye to a person. I don't say bye bye. You know, I I learned this. Uh, I learned this phrase called uh, say yulushun feng. Okay, yulushun feng. Okay, ilu shun feng. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. It's a. I haven't had that one it's before. It's a proper, proper goodbye. Not just mm -hmm. say bye or zaijian. Zaijian, right? Yeah, zaijian. Yeah. So uh, you heard this one before, Will? Ilu shun feng. No, I haven't. That's an interesting one. Well, it's an, it's another idiom. Mm. Um, if, we, if we break it down, so you've got e, which is first tone, e, which means just a, yeah, something, mm. and then you've got lu, fourth tone, which is, uh, I guess, in this particular thing, it means journey, sure. and then you've got shun, uh, which is another fourth tone, a mm. uh, fourth tone, which can mean kind of um, along or follow or favorable. Again, in China, you have so many meanings, yeah. so many words. It has to be in context of the sentence, and then ending with the with the word feng. Which um, many would say was wind, wind yeah. but in this particular yeah. thing, it also mean manner or style. Apparently, so you put them together. Ilu feng, It means literally have a pleasant journey or go with the wind. Okay, yeah. Uh, Godspeed. <laughs> um, when, when you said when you said that uh, safe journey or go with the wind, I think that's that's basically what you're trying to take care. 
Yeah. Watched that movie before. Gone with the Wind. Yeah, it's an older. I've, ne- I've never watched it. It's a yeah. big book, isn't it? Yeah. Have you no, read I've seen it? The film. Yeah. You've seen the film? Is it? I should read it. Has it got Clinty in there or not? No, it's not oh, Clinty, no. so is it? No. no. No guns in there. No guns in that, is it? Yes. Oh, Christ. Definitely. Oh, gosh. You should watch it. Any, um, <laughs> any fish sauce? <laughs> <laughs> well. So let's let's go around. That's, that's a good one. Uh, so next time when you want to say goodbye to someone, whip your charming Chinese mm. with this out. Um, yeah, make you sound smarter than you really are. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Give us again for for you. Uh, uh, how do you say? Yeah. Nice. Right? Okay. On to okay. the next section. Great joke of Zhongguo. Okay, joke of John War. Um, I'm actually getting really annoyed with this, Will, um, soon. I think I'm going to retire at a young age um, for these jokes, because I feel some of them are just really unjokey. Um, okay, this one's called A Coke, Please, uh, <laughs> I guess with the fast food theme. Um, a European walks into a Chinese restaurant and says, a large Coke. He didn't say please, did he? I have to say. Mm. She said a large coat. Rude. The Chinese dude gives him one. He takes a swallow and spits it back out. The European asks, what was that? The Chinese dude goes, me Chinese, me play joke, me put pee-pee in your coke. Yeah? Cowboy then walks in and says, a large coke. Again. No please. Yeah? I was going, what's, what's wrong with people? He gets it and also spits it out. He asks, what was in it? The Chinese dude says... Me Chinese, me play joke, me put pee-pee in your coke. The cowboy says, me cowboy, me shoot fast, me put bullet in your ass. Oh dear. <laughs> Do you like the, the lyricalism there? Yeah, yeah. okie dokie. Probably not one to use at the circus, eh, Floyd? <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's time for um, Jedi Sip of the Week. I got something for my sip. Oh, we chat waiting, we chat waiting, we chat waiting me. Jedi Sip of the Week then, uh, something good, something bad that's been happening in our lives. Who wants to go first? Let's start with the, the Jedis, shall we? Um, Floyd, hit me with a Jedi. Oh, Jedi. I, I think uh, what I'm... Uh, the positive uh, yeah. thing is... Uh, oh, the circus uh, back in the back in the performance again after this uh, terrible typhoon. Mm. Oh yes, of course. Yeah. Oh, that was it, badly damaged, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we moved back to the uh, to this, the the older theater. I would say older theater. It's a smaller stage, but it's beautiful there. It only holds about uh, two thousand eight hundred okay. uh, people. More intimate, yeah. Yeah, but in in the, in the bigger one was uh, yeah, like six thousand something. So of course it's smaller. But I love the feeling of, of, of intimacy, like mm. when you can really you, you can see the the audience yeah. like right in front of you. Yeah, right. And I suppose yeah. like they're so far away, and it's so re- it's really hard to communicate. But I said, especially if it's a clown, you know, yes. like you you want everybody to look at you and in, in, in the small details of your hands and in your action, you know, they get it. Yeah, I yeah. see. Okay, so that's so I'm happy that we're back and. Uh, yeah, uh, I thought it was. Where we were out for eighteen days. Yeah, but I thought the circus was inside. It's yeah. Inside, isn't no, it? no, it's no. not outside. Yeah, have you seen this? That, this huge theater it looks like yeah. a caterpillar. It's, it's devastated. 
Really? Yeah. It so, so it's not actually in a fixed building then? No, 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 no. We, oh, we, we used to have a... Canopy, is it? Yeah, it's, ah. the, it's a use of... Uh, it's a tent we have. Well, well, now we move to a smaller one. This this one is staged. Like, as a, it's a theater, so it's more safer. In, okay. Like, like Coliseum. Like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was no. a terrible typhoon. Um, or so, we're back then. We're back, so we're happy. But people got their money back. They, they changed the tickets, right? They changed got, the yeah. tickets, yeah. Okay, good. Nice one. Um, thanks, Weber, for that. Uh, actually, hooking on to that, my Jedi of the week is, is the Weber. Um, the weather change, in fact, because obviously yeah. we've had the, the Moon Festival, the Autumn Equinox, and I just love this cooler weather. A uh, bit of rain takes me back to my days in England. You don't need to use it's the summer air conditioner. For you, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's I was out today on my bike with t-shirt and shorts yeah. on, and all the Chinese are looking at me like I'm some crazy person. There's mm. nothing unusual there. Um, yes, that's my <laughs> Jedi of the week as well. Weather, will. Um, oh, let's see. So I recently found out um, in my hometown, well, where we lived for quite some time in Browns Bay, New Zealand, there was, or there is, a cobbler there. He's been there since I was a teenager. Cobbler? Yeah, a cobbler. Ah. So he had a small shop, probably about the size of this desk almost. Um, and uh, we found out that he's actually, he's a very famous author and playwright from... Um, from South Africa, and nobody knew. Oh. He's just this quiet, humble, nice wow. guy who's been cutting people's keys and fixing their fixing their shoes for as long as we can remember. How did you find so, out? Um, just on Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> just uh, just a random little thing on Facebook. He had an award recently that he went back to South Africa to receive, and then came back to be a cobbler. Awesome. Yeah, it's very interesting. What, what's the name? Um, uh, his name? Yeah. Oh, I should remember. Oh, that's terrible. Cobbler Colin? Uh, no, I. I'd Colin look it the up. Cobbler. No. Cobbler Chris. <laughs> it's De Vries or something like that. Call me De Vries. I can't remember his first name. But okay. yeah, so that's pretty interesting. Well, they, they, he probably doesn't want too much plugging because then it'd be a nightmare, wouldn't it? People outside his shop, like. Um, <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, like going into Pizza Hut. Well, don't you um, remember that this documentary about this this one guy who was he was actually famous in New Zealand? Or no, I mean South Africa. Yeah, searching for Sugar Man. Yeah, yeah Sugar yeah, Man. Yes, that's an interesting. Yeah. That's a beautiful. That's a beautiful story. Yeah, nice no one knew. Yeah. Yeah. The singer, right? Thought, yeah, the, yeah. They thought he was dead. Yeah. And said, "I'm here." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a bit like what that the, our guess who was saying there, wasn't it? Really, that once she's finished the fame, she doesn't want to be known. Mm -hmm. That's quite mm -hmm. the way to do it, I suppose. Um, okay, lovely. Thanks for that. What about Sifs then? Uh, let's get all Siffy. I want to give you mine a minute. So uh, we crossed to Macau the other day to see my my friend um, in the casino, and um, we got a passport, British passport with a chip on it. I've registered it oh. at the port, so I can go through those machines. Yes. So I don't have to fill out the form and do the whole sheet pen stuff. Yeah. So I went to put my uh, passport in the machine. Didn't work. Tried it a few different angles. Didn't work. Then they told me, sorry, it's expired. I'm oh. like, what do you mean it's expired? <laughs> then I realised, because my visa's been updated recently, every year you, re you sure, know, update yeah. for my company, you have to go and re-register it. Wait, so oh. it breaks the... Yeah, so, you're, so the, every, they have all of our details on the system, right? Because the visa's ended, say in July... That then shuts down the fingerprint and everything you've registered. So you now have to go back. And I had to do this twice, by the way, to register. Has your fingerprint whatever. changed in the last... Absolutely oh, not. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Hey, don't Shh. you be too clever here. Okay? <laughs> Cleverness gets us nowhere. Uh. Yeah, anyway, that really peed me off. Yeah. And by the time we went back, you know, to write the things and get through, we missed the bus and we had to wait. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. Uh, so that's that. Um, my SIF would be, I'll be nice, passport pin machines. Mm. I'll leave it at that. Um, hit yeah. me. Ooh. I think uh, 
the overuse of social media, like especially now, oh. it's just. Oh. I, I wish people could just relax in these things. You, you know mm. what happened to Las Vegas? You know the shootout, and every you can see on Facebook and Instagram. You know, like when was this? Uh, this what happened two weeks ago. Oh, Christ, uh, the, 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 so I'm on the ball with social media. And then you can see every, everybody's like writing, pray for Vegas, pray for Vegas. Sure. And what I what I don't like about it is like I'm 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 sure they're all concerned about that. What I don't like is like click like and share. Oh God, yeah. Do you are you really concerned about about these people or you just want to likes and share? Hmm. And you users, it's like. It, yeah. Stop! Stop it! Stop it! If you really, if you really care about these people, go and donate money. Right, blood, blood, food. Go, mm. yeah, go there and help. Mm. Not, don't post it in your in your Facebook and, yeah. and 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 not really doing anything and asking. Please like and share. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I totally. I think there's a deeper. Some would say conspiracy to this. Mm -hmm. uh, when you like things, shall we say? Politicians are using Facebook a lot. Um, during campaigns, you know, you do gauge the conscious kind of feeling of something by someone going like yeah. or not doing it so they don't like, yeah? So th there's something deep in it. I mean, could you imagine a society one day where you would be rated as a citizen yeah. by how well-liked you are? Mm. Well, and isn't, just feel... Isn't, isn't that what happened to, um, to America right now? Well, let, let's, let's certainly not stumble there today because there's always the research to tell me we're talking far too much, probably me and no one else. Um, but yeah, there is something there. So thank you for that sifishness. There is something very sifishness. Mm, Sifish that. in that. Sifish sauce? Sifish sauce. That sounds like something I don't want in my mouth. It's so unsophisticated. Yeah, yeah. I think it would be dirt and glass. <laughs> Sif. Now, come on, some people like that sauce. I told me. Oh. Um, now, what's your sif? Sif me uh, up. Actually, the, the only reason we found out that um, that I found out about the cobbler is because he arrived home from his award, um, went to work the Monday, uh, arrived home from South Africa on a Sunday, um. went to work all day Monday, got home and passed away. So that's a bummer, right? <laughs> so this <laughs> what <laughs> this. <laughs> Well, now you know exactly else. how I felt. So it, it was this man who's been there since we were a teenager. Everybody knows him because everybody's had to get their keys cut oh, at some stage. Wow. He's he turns out to be some amazing author and playwright who's you know recognized throughout South Africa. He comes home and he's dead, and it's like, are you kidding? Really? Wow! I didn't need that. This he week, found guys. out about him. Yeah, we're so happy for him. Let's go and congratulate yeah. him. Now he's no. dead. Yeah. What? Yeah. He didn't even know his name. <laughs> no, because it's Defreeze or something like that. Well, get, it, yeah. anyway. get his books. Um, hopefully yeah. it will live on you know, through his creative works. Exactly. Uh, but it oh. just goes to show you never really know about the people around you if you don't really yeah. dig in deeper to who they are. You know? You've got to have better conversations, I guess. You've got to do more than just like Click and or like share. And share. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, like and share off. Let's. Uh, hey, it's time for a bit of pluggy plug time. CJ, plug. If you enjoy listening to the China Jedi podcast and want to get involved, either by asking a question, expressing your opinion, good or bad, light or dark, or even appearing as a special guest, then get in touch by emailing our team at info at chinajedi.com. That's info at chinajedi.com. May the smile be with you. Okay, then, uh, what we got to plug um, around the community or, or the world, uh, the world community, um, something positive, um, loving, beaming with light. Who wants to go... First on this one. 
Yeah. Sure. Um, Channel International Circus performing every night from mm. 8 o'clock till 9.30. 8.30 till 9? Yeah. Hengqin. Uh, Hengqin. It's uh, located in Hengqin, uh, New District. Yeah. That's, that's, I think that's the name. Yeah, we and also check out the um, the Chamlong uh, Ocean Kingdom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. It's, it's there. It's, it's a whole Chamlong uh, resort. Uh, what else? Oh, uh, watch out for my new. Uh, I'm I'm making a new podcast. Oh, fantastic! It's called uh, Talk to the Clown. Brilliant. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it might be happening uh, very very soon. Okay. Talk to the clown. Uh, is that kind of something you do live, like uh, on the stage? Oh or? no, I'll, I'll try. No, no, I'll, I'll try to do a recording first. What I want to do is like, want to try a more relaxed. I would say, like where I can invite people in a restaurant. Like I already know, mm. I already have a restaurant, and what I want to, I want to take them. Sure. You know, drink beer, talk about the food, and, and nice. so it's more like yeah, less tense. Great, we look forward to hearing and you can that. Hear, and you can hear the youth and cells. You know, sure, yeah. yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Awesome. When are you going to hopefully launch that? Uh, hopefully I could do it at uh, the end of this month, October. Wow. Uh, because uh, uh, Circus Festival, by the way, uh, November, second week of November. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's fantastic uh, festival. It'll be great. In the circus, like a different circus yeah festivals. this is a different uh, this is a competition kind of uh, okay a circus festival where we, we bring uh, I'd say 20 or 30 uh, new acts to perform here and, and give you a good show wow. wonderful yeah. Yeah. so get down to Chan Long to the circus and uh, see the clown yeah just a question mm. um, we don't drive in China how how can we get out to Hang Chin you just have to figure <laughs> I do not. You need cycles. Yeah, but then they think that I'm part of the show. Yeah, I think there's a K K11 bus will take you there. Oh, okay. Yeah, the uh, K11 bus and the yeah. 14. Yeah, K11 is it? I, I don't think bus is the thing. I'm. The bus, the 14 goes all the way out there. I think. As okay. Well. Yeah. All right. Cool. So uh, if anybody's planning to come to China, sorry, I, I, I don't really, I don't really go in the public. Uh, well, you fly everywhere, yeah. don't you? You yeah. flew in today, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. This is this is as, as got a social pack. as I can be right now. Jetpack, clown with jetpack. Mm -hmm. Okay, awesome stuff. Um, thank you very much, Floyd. Um, yeah, hit me uh, with your plug, Will. All right, so I stumbled across um, an interesting uh, series of videos. It started off with a movie called... Um, uh, well, it's from well.org, and the movie's you called keep Prosperity. You names today. Oh, got it, oh got I'm it, terrible got it, with names altogether. Alt Prosperity. So, yeah, Prosperity is the name of the film. Um, it's Basically, it's a free film that you can watch online. It's all about becoming a more conscious consumer. Okay. How we can, instead of just saying, I won't buy anything, we can actually use our dollars as votes. Mm. And pay for pay for things, and, and essentially vote for companies that are treating the earth well, or even you know improving things through consumerism. That's better than a like. It's better than a like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is. Have to, yeah. yeah, we have to really be conscious of where mm -hmm. we put our attention. So for likes, but also where we put our dollars. And uh, so totally that just agree. Really opened up. So yeah. that's a documentary. It's a documentary, and it's called. called um, it's gone again. Prosperity. Prosperity, there Prosperity. it is. Um, you can find it by going to Prosperity Movie on your favorite um, uh, favorite search engine. Yeah. Or well.org is the website that created it um, or the organization okay. that created it. Yeah. Fantastic. And on that note, that's a really good point. I've just watched the documentary, What, what the Health, which is brilliant. Mm -hmm. And that's the second one. The first one, the, the guy did in America, is called Cowspiracy. 
And that really is quite interesting yeah, to watch as well about food because we talk about fast yeah. food and what's in our food. Is it a movie or is it? It, it, okay. it is. A, it's a saucy Sorry. movie. Yes, <laughs> very good. Okay, lovely, great. Thanks for that. Um, prosperity um, all around. We hope for everyone. Um, okay, my one is. Uh, so I went to see my friend in Macau. He's uh, he's the F and B director actually of MGM. Lovely place. Jimmy Tang's actually been on uh, one of the earlier episodes. And uh, there's a restaurant we went to for dinner called the Rossio or the Rossio restaurant. Beautiful in the MGM Macau listeners. Grilled Mediterranean uh, specialties, mouth-watering Portuguese dishes, some barbecue sauce there too, Southeast Asian favourites, and a perennially popular fresh food sea counter if you're into lobster and stuff like that. But it was lovely and freshly baked bread um, by their French, uh, French bakers. It was wonderful. Oh, and the pastries, sweet section, are lovely. Oh. I really must. I had a really nice meal then, and free-flowing Macau beer as well. Ooh. It's kind of a package. It's um, I've not tried that. Really, Rossio. So I would R O S S I O in the MGM. Get down there and check it out. Um, okay, marvelous. Uh, guess who? Let's quickly finish this. Uh, right. I can tell you who it is. Yeah. We've got to remember. Right then, extra clue. I'm sure. So I'm just going to whiz into this. Uh, you don't know who it is yet. I'll guess who. Um, she's a vegetarian. And in 2008... She was voted in 2008 Asia's sexiest vegetarian woman. Yeah, bet she's been to the Bun Festival. In the poll conducted among members of PETA, P-E-T-A, People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, um, in 2009, to celebrate the 60th anniversary of the People's Republic of China, a government web portal conducted an online poll on the most influential Chinese cultural celebrity in the past 60 years... Would you believe, out of 192 candidates, she received over 7 million votes, second only to the deceased Teresa Tung from Taiwan, who was this person's own personal idol. That's all you're getting. If you don't know, come out with something you never know. Don't say fish sauce. Floyd, who do you think it is? Uh, I don't know. I, I... Let me just guess. Yeah. Like a name, like it's called guessing. Make, uh, I mean, make-up names. Like yeah. Lisa Chen. Lisa Chan, I like your style. Will? Yao Ming. Clear. <laughs> oh dear, Will. Uh, okay. <laughs> you really are not very... You're not very good names, are you? Okay. So um, our guess who is not um, any of uh, our uh, guests' uh, answers today. It's none other than the famous Fei Wong. Yeah, Fei Wong. Still an honor. Yeah, there you go. Um, Floyd, have you enjoyed being in the studio today? Yeah, man, it's a lovely time. I'm, I'm a fan of your uh, of your podcast. Wonderful. Yeah, and um, I'm glad that I uh, get a chance to be here in this lovely, huge studio. Well, it's, it's great to see you. And the researchers, I think, they want your autograph afterwards. Yeah. They're holding up a piece of paper. Yeah, they're uh, lining up right now. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Only two of them, but uh, never mind. But, you know, times are hard. Um, but I was going to say, uh, great that you came without your makeup on today. Um, that was so weird. So we can say the real yeah. you, as I hope the listeners have, have got an insight into the real Floyd. You are a fantastic guy. Very, very talented. Thank you, um, sir. Yeah, thank you very much for being on. We're going to finish normally the last Emperor's song with an original piece of music. We're going to go even more super original now because you've given us like um, some, one of your shows where mm-hmm. you were the clown and uh, Floyd's the actual clown in the show. So we've taken a bit of it, put it into audio and you could just get, a, I think, a sense of the atmosphere there. Uh, we do recommend that you go and check his performances out. It's a great thing. Will, uh, Floyd, thank you very much uh, for being here. And as always, this is China Jedi, people.
Thank you for listening to the China Jedi podcast, shining humor, love, and light on Chinese life. May the smile be with you.